Happy 2020, Los Podcasteros. We had quite the holiday break. Since she was a child, Veronica has had a tradition, or you might say superstition, that the way you spend New Year's Eve and day sets the tone for the rest of the year. Maybe that's why I spent one too many years drinking too much and staying up too late and wasting too much time. We didn't plan on leaving town or really doing anything special for the holiday, but as New Year's Eve got closer, I could tell that Veronica was going a little stir-crazy. So I spontaneously decided to throw the family in the car and haphazardly drive to California. We spent New Year's Eve at a theme park, our 11-year-olds grabbing onto our clothes, asking over and over again, how much longer, how much longer? Veronica and I reliving our youth, dancing and embarrassing them in our neon 2020 glasses. It's about an 11-hour drive, give or take, between Los Angeles and Salt Lake City. So on New Year's Day, we were on the highway, rushing back for interviews we had lined up and deadlines with clients. I've always found the long stretches of highways that clutter this country to be my favorite attribute. That at any time, you can up and drive from one side to the other. There's really no better place to get some thinking done. The passing vacuous space between places is like the space between ideas. Leaving home and returning home is transformative. And I don't know about Veronica, but for me, those silent moments when the kids finally fell asleep was the perfect way to bring in the new year. And the majority of my thoughts were focused on the Pod Sound School. Only a year ago, Pod Sound School was just an idea. And though time passes with the blink of an eye, to look back on everything that happened in only one year because we decided to take a leap of faith is insane. It's hard to believe that if we had just taken a different route, there'd be so many people we would have never met, so many lives we would have never been a part of. So much has changed since our first episode, and so much is continuing to change. We are being educated right along with you, and it is legitimately a blast. One thing that hasn't changed, though, is our why. The initial idea of Pod Sound School was to help podcasters achieve better audio quality with their podcasts. And although we have quickly moved far beyond audio production into all of the elements of podcast production, the fundamental drive to help podcasters grow their shows, improve their art, and make an impact on the world is continually growing. I can absolutely say that 2019 was one of the best years of my life, and a big part of that was because of this project, and was getting to know and help all of you. Sometimes it's hard to believe that I wound up here, podcasting about podcasting with a fiery Latina business and life partner. I wouldn't mind if the rest of the year had the same tone as our New Year's Day, and I'm glad I entertained Veronica's superstitions. This year, I want to travel, I want to brainstorm, I want to pull out all the stops. This year, I'm determined to help you make a dent in the world with your podcast. The world wants to be changed and improved by your ideas, and this is the year it will happen. Thanks so much for continuing to tune in and support us. Know that we're in it for the long call and that we are here to help. You can reach us easily, Veronica on Instagram and me on Twitter at PodSoundSchool. And you can find both of us and an awesome community of podpreneurs inside our Facebook group, Podcasting for Bosses. Okay, I did my sentimental piece. Now let's get to the helpful content that you're here for. Episode link. If you listen to the trailer for season three, then you know that this season is all about taking it up a notch, brainstorming, finding ways we can improve our content, market research, finding our tribe, nourishing the relationships with our community, and making money. That doesn't mean, however, that you need to already have a podcast to enjoy this season. 
Everything we're going to discuss can be applied to baby podcasts as well. So on today's episode, I want to tackle a question that we get asked constantly. How long should my podcast episodes be? This is such a common question that we actually ran a poll on Twitter about it. 98 people participated in the poll, and 58% of them voted 30 minutes to one hour. But a poll from 100 people can't really answer that question, so I continued to research. My favorite article I found that, of course, references many other great articles is from podnews.net, titled, How Long Should a Podcast Episode Be? If you haven't signed up for the Podnews newsletter, by the way, definitely go and do that. I'll leave the link in this episode's description. James starts the article looking at numbers. First is the average commute time, which in the U.S. is 26 minutes. I think it's safe to assume that many podcast listeners are commuting from place to place. Then he looks at the average length of podcast episodes, which in 2019 is about 37 minutes. Then there's a survey done by Edison Research of a thousand people that say podcasts are too long. Later in the article, he shares a hilarious tweet from Roman Mars, the co-founder of Radiotopia and creator of 99% Invisible. He tweets, If you have 100,000 listeners and you edit out one useless minute, you're saving 100,000 wasted minutes in the world. You're practically a hero. We've all heard the expression, less is more, and perhaps even the expression, kill your darlings. If you haven't heard that one, it's a popular term writers use that means getting rid of the things you love the most, like words, side plots, characters, or fancy tangents that you personally love, but actually, if you're being true to yourself, they don't really advance your story in any way. The idea is that we all like concise stories, and podcast episodes, whether they are scripted or unscripted, regardless of the topic or genre, are essentially telling a story. So after all my research and discussions on the topic, my new answer to the question, how long should my podcast episodes be, is more important than the length is direction and structure. Are you leading your listener through a naturally progressing experience with some sort of payoff? Would you stick around to listen to your whole episode? But what about interview and conversational podcasts, or unscripted and raw podcasts? The same basic ideas apply. How much of the naturally occurring banter and tangents are contributing to an interesting story? I think the most enjoyable of these types of podcasts are the ones that have the final outcome in mind. And through research, prepping the guests, outlines, talking points, and really just practice, deliver the best of both worlds a natural and enjoyable conversation that leaves the listener feeling informed, entertained, and satisfied, which in turn keeps them coming back for more. If you're like me, you've got a lot more podcasts in your queue than you have the time to listen to. So make your podcast one that people keep coming back to, that they trust is going to entertain them from start to finish of your episode. Luckily, as podcasters, we have a miraculous, helpful, and relatively easy tool at our disposal that makes achieving the perfect episode length for our specific shows possible. I'm talking about DAWs. The importance of editing. The most basic of editing is very easy to understand and execute, and that is trimming. Simply trimming off the beginning and end of a large audio file and calling it a day. 
The most advanced type of editing can be very difficult to understand, but also indescribably fun if you're open to it. This involves cutting and pasting, changing the order of the conversation around, removing unwanted ums or mouth noises. It can even involve adjusting the tempo at which a person speaks. Then, of course, there's complex layering. Layering like we're used to hearing on NPR, where a person who is speaking suddenly has their volume reduced so that the host can paraphrase on top of them what they said and move us to the conclusion much quicker. All of these advanced editing techniques take a lot of practice and a lot of time. We are constantly working with podcasters and discussing what they struggle with the most. And by far the two biggest struggles that podcasters mention to us are finding more listeners and having enough time. I think it's safe to assume that most podcasters are not podcasting as their main gig. And those that are, more often than not, have help. Editors, producers, writers, researchers. I think that it's this lack of time more than anything that deters people from becoming pros at editing. Not only does it take a tremendous amount of time and practice to become efficient at editing, but it also takes a long time to edit each episode. The aggravating thing about this for me, especially when we're talking about improving our shows and finding more listeners, is that the majority of podcasters that reach out to us for help, and the podcasts that are stuck on the bottom of the directories never to be discovered, are all suffering from one really big thing. Not enough editing. And to me, this is a shame. Because when you listen to the average podcast, you hear the passion, you hear the personality, the talent, the stories, the potential. It's not that they don't have the spark, it's not that they don't have the ability and the great stories to share, the hilarious personalities to laugh with. They simply aren't organizing and executing it properly. Because let's face it, it's hard. It's hard to edit. It can be mundane, it can seem overwhelming, and I can totally relate to the feeling of wanting to only do the fun part. Have great conversations with friends and guests, drop an intro piece at the beginning, and post it. And I can hear the many arguments that you might be having with me. I listen to such and such podcasts and they never edit. And that's what I like so much about the show. And they're massively popular. These cases that you're speaking of are very rare. And in these cases, the personalities have usually been at it so long that they don't um a lot. They stay focused on point and they know how to direct the conversation away from tangents. All of these skills are also skills that podcasters acquire over time that many have a natural knack for. The point that I'm trying to make, and that I obviously feel very strongly about, is that as a podcaster, if you want to grow your show into something beyond a small fan base and zero income, that you will either have to become a pro audio editor and producer, or you will have to hire one. And even in the case of hiring an editor, it will still do your show wonders if at very least you understand the basics. Now, I'm biased because I actually enjoy editing. I love it. I've been a big-time Pro Tools nerd for, well, 20 years now. But I don't really enjoy editing content that never goes anywhere, or conversations that don't seem to have a focus or real topic. Even for me, a guy who can happily hammer away at the Pro Tools keys for weeks on end. An audio recording that is too long, with no real direction, can seem like torture to edit. So hear me out. Don't shut off yet. Don't let those defenses fire up. I really don't want to discourage you. On the contrary, I want to encourage you to be your best. So allow me to finish up by sharing the benefits of learning to edit. I think that the first and foremost benefit of learning to edit is it will save you time. 
the better you get at editing, the quicker you become at it. There are also tons of tips and tricks that help you to streamline the process and add some fun to the process as well. Number two, it will give you a greater understanding of storytelling. Number three, it will make you a better speaker and interviewer. Number four, it will expose the areas of your show that need the most improvement. Number five, it will make your show more concise and ultimately more enjoyable to listen to. Number six, it will actually improve your brain function and your memory. Number seven, it's a new skill that will set you apart and may very likely lead to new opportunities. And number eight, it's actually fun. It really is, especially if you're editing great content. And hey, there you have it, Podskis. A highly edited, short and sweet Pod Sound School episode for you. What did you think? Do you think that you can prove me wrong and create an amazing podcast with little to no editing? Please do. Because the way you would do that is by crafting and performing amazing content from start to finish, with many rehearsals and takes and a whole lot of planning. Either way, we're stuck. No matter how we go about it, we're just going to have to become podcasting pros. And I don't know about you, but that sounds pretty fun. And of course, the work doesn't feel like work if you're enjoying yourself. So stay passionate, stay positive, and keep going. Oh, and also come let us know how you're doing, what you're struggling with, suggestions for future episodes. If you're new to podcasting and you're choosing your title, come let us know what you're thinking about for a title. Let us know when your show launches. We'd love to give you some love. And definitely come join our Facebook group, Podcasting for Bosses. If you didn't know, we do live pod audits there most Thursday nights. That's where podcasters volunteer their podcasts for us to pick apart in front of the group. So far, everyone who's volunteered has found it to be very helpful, and all of our group members really enjoy it too. There's so much we can learn from each other, and it's really great to grow together. So come join us there at podsoundschool.com community. And who knows, maybe you'd like to volunteer your podcast to be audited. Thanks, as always, so much for listening, and until next time, happy casting. Thank you.